The second thing that builds you up is forgiving yourself. So when you're discouraged, when you're beaten down, when you feel defeated, when you feel like you failed, the thing to do in those moments is not to keep whipping yourself. It's not to keep beating yourself. It's not to do what I had to do as a kid, thinking you got to say enough prayers and do enough Hail Marys and do enough uh, our fathers and 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 confess enough and 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 beat yourself up and feel bad. You know, we used to be told religion told us you need to really feel bad about what you did so you won't do it again. You know what? I've never met anybody that is able to stop doing something wrong because they feel bad about it. I've never met anybody that feeling bad was the secret to them overcoming something. Feeling bad just beats you up and makes you condemned. You already know what you did was wrong, but you don't need to feel bad the rest of your life about it. And you don't need to you don't need to feel bad long enough to earn forgiveness. Forgiveness is a gift. That's why it's called forgiveness. The middle part of the word is give. It's a gift. So you need to forgive yourself when you blow it, when you fail, when David needed to forgive himself. He needed to love himself and take the time to talk to God and deal with this situation and build himself. He needed to forgive himself for causing his his city to get burned. What if he couldn't forgive himself? He would have just he would have just been paralyzed by guilt. He would have been paralyzed by condemnation. Have you ever felt like you can't move? You feel paralyzed. You feel like you just can't go forward because you feel so bad about what you did. What do you do about that? Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. You know, if you I've said this before, but I want to say this again, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, it's that's not a sign that you need more makeup. It's not a sign that you need more plastic surgery. It's not a sign that you need to, you know, join Brian and Ryan and restore your hair loss. It doesn't mean that. Uh Oh, (laughs) it doesn't mean that if you want to do that, you should do that for you. But not because you don't like what you see when you look in the mirror. If you look in the mirror and don't like what you see, it's because there's something in your life you need to forgive yourself about. I tell you, you can trace it every time to when a person feels low and small about themselves and feels they don't like themselves and they feel shame when they look in the mirror. It's because they feel bad about something they did and we need to forgive ourselves. God already forgave us. The Bible says forgive one another. But you know what? When that word in Colossians three, I believe when he uses the word forgive one another, it's actually translated as forgive yourself and others, forgive one and another. That's what he that's how it's literally translated when it says I think it's in Colossians three thirteen, forgive forgiving one another. It means forgive one and the other. The one is you forgive you and the other person. Do you realize that forgiveness needs to be a two a two way street by each of us individually? Like my forgiveness needs to be 
I forgive myself and I forgive the other person that is involved in what happened in that situation. It's not just, well, I forgive them and now they need to forgive me. No, I'm completely I'm completely free when I do both, when I forgive myself and I forgive them. Now, if they choose not to forgive me, that's their choice. That's not my responsibility to get them to forgive me. It may be part of my responsibility to ask them to forgive me because that is me forgiving me by asking somebody to forgive me there. They, they have to forgive me from their heart, not just with their words. If they want to be free, they don't have to. But their unwillingness to forgive me doesn't keep me in bondage. It keeps them in bondage. And my unwillingness to forgive myself is what keeps me in bondage, not what somebody else is unwilling to forgive me of. I have to forgive myself and forgive others for my freedom, not uh, for their freedom. Somebody else's freedom is completely in their own control. And my freedom is completely in my control. Does that make sense? Look, um, there's a stronghold in your life when you beat yourself up about something and when you don't like what you see, when you look in the mirror, there's a stronghold. Uh, there's an incorrect thinking pattern that you need to take down. And so let me give you I'm going to pause in my five steps or five ways to build yourself up for a moment and quickly share with you how to easily forgive yourself if I can. Is that all right? Just going to give you a list real quick. So number one, you got to be honest with yourself. That's the first way to forgive yourself is you got to be willing to admit deep down inside you're not happy about yourself and you're not happy with the person that you've been. And you need to be willing to um, to face that, to admit that, because you can't get to the root of unforgiving unforgiveness towards yourself until you're at least willing to admit that deep down you're not happy with yourself. And when you're not happy with yourself, it's not that's not going to stop there. We're not and we're not we're not we're not ending there. That's where we start forgiving ourselves by being that honest and by being that open. The second thing you need to do is realize that the price for the sin that you committed or the thing that you don't like about yourself has been paid for. The debt has been paid. Come on. Can I get a Tetelestai here in this place today? Oh, man, you guys, you were not here on Sunday, were you? (laughs) Get that teaching. Um, But you need to realize the debt has been paid. The only way that you listen, the only way that you would ever beat yourself up after realizing that Jesus was beat up for you is if you don't accept the gift of forgiveness. There's no way that you can beat yourself up if you accept the reality that Jesus was beat up for you. Jesus took the beating so you could stop beating yourself up. He took the beating. So when you feel like beating yourself up, you need to remind yourself, wait a minute, I do feel like beating myself up, but Jesus took the beating for me. So I'm not going to take it for me when he already took it for me. It's unfair to him for me to beat myself. It might make me feel better for a minute to beat myself up. 
But that's a dishonor to Jesus who took the beating so that I wouldn't have to beat myself up. Okay, does that make sense? So you got to realize that Jesus took it and, 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 and take the gift, take it as a gift. Well, as soon as I beat this thing and beat myself up a little, then I'll feel better and I'll take the gift. No, then it's not a gift. Then you then you had to beat yourself to to, to feel qualified. And you're qualified because the blood of Jesus was shed for you. So just accept it as a gift. Thirdly, invite the Holy Spirit to heal you. This is how you forgive yourself. You invite the Holy Spirit to to heal you. Now, I know we're we're getting close to the to my time running out here, but let me give you the scripture real quick in Second Corinthians chapter three so that you understand how the Holy Spirit works. In verse 17, it says, now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, verse 18, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory as from the Lord, the spirit. So what he's saying there is he's saying that as we as we look into God's word, as we look into the mirror, okay, he's talking about a mirror here. So as we look into the mirror of God's word or as we look at the as we look at God's word as a mirror of who we really are. That's how the Holy Spirit transforms us into the very image of what we're looking at. Boy, if you could get a hold of this, you got to like come to the Bible with an unveiled face, meaning I'm not pretending I'm not trying to be something. I'm not trying to I'm not coming with my own opinion of what I look like. I'm coming to the mirror completely stripped of any facade or any mask that I put on myself or any uh, description or label anybody's put on me. And I'm looking into the word of God to get my true image. This is the mirror now. And I'm looking and saying, OK, what does this say about me? I'm healed. I'm blessed. I'm loved. I'm forgiven. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. I'm accepted in the beloved. I'm redeemed. I'm a child of God. I'm I'm a son of the living God. I, I, I'm looking in the mirror. And as I'm looking, as he says, as you are looking in it as a mirror and you're looking at the glory of God, which literally means to be all that God intended you to be. The word glory means image or the it's the Greek word is doxa. And it literally is translated as the, the, in, the God's ultimate intention of who you are. And so I'm looking into the Bible and going, oh, that's that's the God's intention of who I really am. I really am forgiven. I really am redeemed. I really am blessed coming in and blessed going out. I'm looking into it as a mirror. And that's how he says that's how you're being transformed into the image by the Holy Spirit. So what when you invite the Holy Spirit to heal you, he heals you through the word. He heals you by you looking at the into the book as a mirror. Does everybody see this is a mirror? This is you can look at the you can look at the Bible as a book of rules, but you're looking at it incorrectly. It's a mirror. It's a reflection of who God made your new spirit to be. 
And as you do that, the Holy Spirit is transforming you in your soul into the same image that you are in your spirit, which is what the word of God describes you as. That's how you invite the Holy Spirit to heal you. That's how you see the new creature that you are in Christ. When we're holding unforgiveness towards ourselves, we're not seeing ourselves the way we really are in Christ. You're forgiven. There is therefore now no condemnation for them that are in Christ. You tap into these things and you will see the power of God. You'll be so strong and healthy and be able to handle whatever comes your way and resist whatever comes against you and accomplish what God has called you to accomplish. And you have the power now. Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. Remember to stay subscribed so you never miss these episodes. You'll get notifications when a new one is released and share this. Share this with a friend or a family member, somebody that you know would be encouraged by this content. Hope you'll come back tomorrow. We got a great episode planned for you tomorrow. I'm really excited about it. We're continuing on this theme of forgiveness, but in a different way. So I'm excited for you to hear. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a great day.